This is episode 11 of A Tad Bit Crunchy, Creating an Intentional Life with Nicole Lupashansky. Welcome to A Tad Bit Crunchy, a podcast about transforming your life using natural and holistic hacks. I'm Whitney Bean, wellness and life coach and mom of four. I'm curious and learning right alongside you. I believe we can achieve better health and balance and still be on time for soccer practice most of the time. Today on the podcast, I'm talking with Nicole Lupashansky, mindset and motivation coach about making changes to create an intentional life. Nicole joined us from snowy Chicago to share her message of self-care, self-forgiveness, and patience with yourself while you create specific schedules and goals for yourself and then do your best to stick to them. She talks about huge benefits that come from outlining your monthly, weekly, and daily schedule in order to create confidence and calm in your life. Nicole also talks about the specific goal of spending an uninterrupted amount of time with each of your children each day. I love this goal and the stability and the emotional support that it lends to your child and to the relationship that you're building with them. Speaking of children, I had a surprise visit from my cute four-year-old during the interview, so thanks to Nicole for welcoming him into the conversation so graciously. (laughs) Enjoy the show. All right. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Oh, hey, good. So good to connect with you. You too. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am a mindset and motivational coach. I empower women to heal their inner self and create a life of abundance and joy. So I really love chatting with you. We've chatted a little bit over the last few days, and I love that your message is to create an intentional life rather than just kind of trudging day to day and going with the flow, you're creating an intentional life. So what does that mean to you? Yeah. So for me in the past, um, when I went through a really stressful time in my life, I was literally just getting through the days, trudging. I had no plan. I had no idea of what was going to happen. And so my day was controlling me, um, you know, the, the daily circumstances, if you will. And being intentional is having a plan, something in place that you know what you're going to do. And with that plan, it just will allow you a lot of freedom in your head, a lot of free head space, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So by planning ahead and by being intentional, you're creating more space. Yeah, you are. And then, you know, intentional behaviors, they're going to set you up for more confidence, more clarity, and more peace of mind. As a mother, we can just feel, or even a woman, I think there's so much put on our plates today, like when it comes to our careers, when it comes to our families, and it could be really overwhelming. And so I find it successful. And so do my clients when they're literally make a schedule and I mean, you go down minute to minute, right. And write it down. And it seems almost like 
it, it doesn't make sense, I don't think. I think for some people, they're thinking, why would I need to do this? It's just so simple. But A, as we know, the most successful people do this. I follow Michael Hyatt, and he always says, you know, you start with that yearly goal, and then you break it down into your quarterly goal. And as a mother, for me, one of my top goals is to make sure that my children are happy emotionally to the core. That was something that I didn't have um, to the degree that I want them to have it. Mm-hmm. So then I can break that down and say, what do I need to do intentionally today to make sure that that happens? I was just going to say, though, with that said, I, I want to make sure that I'm clear to everyone that's listening that there has to be room for forgiveness and acceptance and knowing that your schedule is going to be inconsistent because mm-hmm. that is just life. Though, if you're intentional and you at least try, it will still give you that freedom, that peace of mind, that confidence, that clarity. Mm-hmm. So when you're making this plan, you're making the intentional um, day-to-day schedule, monthly schedule, quarterly schedule, you have to have some type of a goal that you're trying to get to, right? Even if it's not a literal goal, if it's like an internal goal or emotional goal. Um, So how do you help? How do you get to that point that you can visualize or feel what that goal is that you're reaching? Yeah. So one of the things that I have started doing is meditating on my larger goals and what has ended up happening through those meditations is throughout my day, because I'm meditating every day, typically in the morning to start my day out, then I'm starting to feel, or excuse me, I'm starting to act upon how I want to feel. So one of the things that is really important to me is getting out of my own head. Um, I'm just really good at not only getting in my own head, but making up these probably I don't know, imposter syndrome remarks to myself. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you brought up meditation too, because, um, you know, meditation seems so it's such a large category, but in reality, it's helping with the fine details of our daily life. You know, I found that like, you don't have to meditate about tiny specific things. It's really just creating that space that you can come back to each time reminding your brain and your body and your emotions, I'm giving you space, I'm giving you time to figure things out, and to work out the details. So we're like kind of working on that larger scale. So I love that you talk about meditation, explain to me what what self care means to you. So you kind of mentioned that a little bit, what is self care, you know, that's kind of a word that's thrown around a lot, especially when we're talking about, you know, making changes in our life. What does that mean to you? Self care is a Oh my gosh, I could elaborate on this a lot, but I'll keep it as simple as I can. So it's, yes, taking care of your mind and your soul and your body. But in addition to those things, to truly have that inner self-health, and I call it wealth, right? To have it at its best level of wealth. You have to be able to accept yourself for who you are every day and also forgive yourself. And I love the contrast too, because you talked about having those goals. And I think sometimes when we think of setting a goal, 
then we automatically equate like penalizing yourself if you don't meet that goal. Right. And so it's such an interesting contrast to have a goal to work towards, but then to also allow the freedom and allow the space to mess it all up and then figure out how to get back on track, back on track of how to get to that goal. Tell me a little bit more about that. Okay. So our lives are going to change every day aside from what we planned, right? Just by the weather, (laughs) for example, it's snowing here and it's negative 15 degrees. That was not in my plans, but, um, and, and life happens, whether you have children, any sort of family, your parents need you if you have animals. So I think it's really, really, or if you're just not feeling well, and I think it's really, really important if you fight those daily circumstances or you get mad at yourself you judge yourself, that's only going to make things worse. If you just say, okay, I really wanted to tackle this goal by this date, but gosh darn it, I'm so proud of myself for showing up and trying. Yay me, because I tried. And that's what's really, really important is just trying and showing up as best as you can. I'm a single mother. I don't have another person. I don't feel bad for myself. I'm not mad at myself though. I'm just grateful that I'm intentionally showing up every day instead of just allowing things to happen and to go with that flow. Um, And that brings me to one great quote that I have to say is that if something gets in your way, just look at it like this. Things happen for us not to us. And you may never really know the reason, but just having that positive outlook on it can help you inside, right? Can help your brain because you're training your brain. You're the business controller. You're the CEO. You are the CEO of your mindset, real estate. And it really does take retraining your brain and allowing new thoughts to come in, allowing new avenues of thought to come in in order to create a different experience from the same experience, right? This experience is not changing, but we have to change the words and the thoughts around it in order for it to feel different. That's what life is about is allowing the space for things to not go exactly your way, but looking at the beautiful part of it. Mm-hmm making, creating the beautiful part of it, if you will. So I know you have this goal revolving around kids that I absolutely love. So tell me that intentional um, goal. So that intentional goal is to spend 20 minutes of undivided attention time with just the two of us. So it's me and the child, no electronics, no television of any sort, no outside noises, just us. And at first it can seem a little awkward if you're not used to doing this, like what's going on. But this is a great way to not only be intentional for yourself and the child on that day, but look like over a period of time when you do hit that struggle bus of tough times, whether let's say somebody's sick in the family, when you have multiple children, as I'm sure you know, sometimes when you have one kid that's really sick, the other children just don't get the attention that they want. But because you've built that attention up every day over the you know past several years, they're going to be okay. 
Mm-hmm. And you can always reference back to that for yourself and the children. And this really be- builds an emotional confidence in the child that is amazing. I've, I've seen great results within myself and my clients. And as a parent, you just feel less overwhelmed because you know that you tried to spend time with them and it made it all about them. And sometimes that 20 minutes is realistically five minutes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't happen. Uh, mm-hmm. Some families I know they do once a week, they'll take their child for an outing. So mm-hmm. be flexible with how that works for your family. It doesn't have to look exactly like what I said, obviously, because we all have different needs and different demands. That's so important. And I would like to, if I may add that sometimes that really may not be feasible. And so to be flexible, if you really can't find that you can do that um, because of your family demands. Even just making a stack of notes, take an hour, write a stack of notes, and have them ready to put in their backpack or put on their desk or put in their Mm -hmm. lunch bag, whatever that looks like. All right. So Nicole, tell me, how does learning those intentional tools, the ones that you teach to your clients, how does it help them to become more of themselves? Well, the more that they practice those tools, the more that they learn about themselves. So this is a very common analogy, right? When you're peeling the onion back, you're peeling the layers. And so doing this work is really going to allow you to let go of the outside noises. All those voices, all the different things that we allow to come in with us. And you just get down to your inner core and you find who your true self is and your desires and what you want and how to own them for you. So It obviously looks different for me than it does for each of my clients, but it's such a beautiful process because you're almost going back to your inner child and figuring out what was it that I believed in and that I dreamt of as a child and knew I could have. And you will figure that out through the process. That's awesome. I love that. So along those same lines, when they're creating um, that intentional life and they're learning more about who they are, what types of emotions do you see from those parents or those clients who go through that process? Well, the initial emotion, right, of course, is mostly um, tears. But the, the big picture emotion is that they don't feel as overwhelmed. They don't parent with guilt and the they're they're happier they're at more peace they find more joy in the smaller things in life and that feeds off to the children right that then that energy that momentum even if you want to call it the children see this they feel it and it, at the end of the day it creates a happier or i would say an environment where there's more joy, more abundance. Um, It leads me to, to that when you take care of the small things that the bigger things are taken care of. So yeah, I think it just creates that positive environment. Mm -hmm. And you know, a big question that most people have is like, how can I be a good example of my kids or how can I help them to shape the life that they want or that they have a potential for? And 
um, working on self-care and self-help, I think is one of the best things that we can do. Like if our children see us, um, you know, evaluating ourselves, making goals, trying to achieve those goals, allowing space for forgiveness and mistakes, and then coming back at it again. I think that's one of the best things that we can teach to our kids. You know, how do you come back to yourself? How do you get back to um, that place where you feel like yourself when things get kind of out of whack? I couldn't agree with you more just going through my own processes in life with my, and looking back at my family, my childhood, and what I am doing for my children. And I, I could not agree with you more. We could have a whole another conversation about this. So very, very true. Beautiful. Well, I love talking to you today, Nicole, and I appreciate you being patient as my four-year-old came in and introduced himself to you. <laughs> and we regrouped. Yes. So one last question for you. So um, I like to ask, because I'm always curious what types of tools or techniques that other people are using and loving to improve their own life. So what are you using right now? Yeah. So tapping. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I do use the app tapping solution and Nick Ortner's voice is somehow oddly um, soothing. I also like, I forget her first name, but Mrs. Ortner's voice as well. Uh, and it even works for my children, believe it or not, my youngest. So I, it's, it's that to listeners. funny, but it works. It works. Can you describe what it is for listeners that don't know? Oh yeah, sure. So you go through the motion of tapping different pressure points in your body. And it's really like the karate chop part of your hand. And then the top of your eyebrows, the side of your head, underneath your eyes, underneath your mouth, underneath your chin, um, and, and so forth. And so you're at first acknowledging, let's say, for example, you have anxiety. So you're acknowledging the anxiety and you're really trying to find out um, where in your body that anxiety is focused. Where's the pain coming? So let's say you're, you know, having indigestion or something like that, then you understand that you want to focus on that part of your body. So you acknowledge, and then you allow yourself to, um, you, excuse me, then you accept yourself for having the anxiety, right? So it's like acknowledging, accepting, and then releasing. So then you release the anxiety and you speak in the calmness. And it's just it's, that's where I've always said I was going to write a book one day called retrain your brain, which I'm sure somebody else already wrote, you know, <laughs> a book with that title, but it's, I know that that's what it's all about. The meditation that we've discussed, the, um, behavior-based strategies that I use with my clients. And now we're talking about tapping. It all comes down to one thing and that's, your brain and how you're going to train it. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I really agree with you that, you know, I have, as I've gone through different modalities that have helped me to become clear, you know, it seems like the answer, right? Like that modality is like, oh, this is the thing that everyone needs to hear. But I think that what it comes down to, like you're saying is your own brain, your own self, your own alignment, your own balance. And then the modalities can work regardless, right? Like you can be drawn to those that will work better for you. 
and you of can course. shy away from the ones that don't work for you. So I love that you say that that one has been so beneficial for you. Cause I felt that same way, um, at different times in my life. Yeah. Okay. So Nicole, where can listeners find you? Yes. So either Nicole or if you want it to be simpler, new life divas.life. Thanks to Nicole for chatting with me today and for sharing your tools and your experience in the arena of setting an intentional life. I love that her methods come from such structure. This is a great example that you can utilize holistic methods like meditation, visualization, and daily affirmations in a structured atmosphere. And by doing so, you're really creating more space and creating more freedom like Nicole mentioned. I also love the idea of taking a bigger goal and breaking it into smaller goals. And I know that I, for one, will be looking over my monthly, weekly, and daily schedule to see where I can create more structure to create more freedom. I'm grateful too for her insight about creating one-on-one time with each child daily. We've seen huge benefits to creating a similar structured time with our kids. We've seen it help not only build that fun and relaxing relationship, but it also feels like a place where they can come to tell us what they're most excited about, what's on their mind, and so many other great conversations. For us, this time usually looks like playing a game together, doing something creative, cooking together, reading a book, or just talking. The link to Nicole's site is in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day. I'm so glad that you found a tad bit crunchy. You can show your love by leaving a review and sharing the show. Reviews help the podcast to be seen by more curious and intentional women just like you. And of course, sharing the podcast is how we can help more and more folks create a natural and holistic foundation for their health. If you share on social media, be sure to tag me at Whitney Bean Coaching so I can show some love. Thanks, guys.